Hey guys, you're not gonna believe what happened. I, uh, I screwed up all of our recording. And no, not actually all. Just the first, I don't know, 30 or so minutes. And when I say screwed up in first 30 or so minutes, I mean I lost all of it. So there is no intro for this episode. Which means I now have to do the intro. So... Hello and welcome to our podcast. I am your host, Jim, and uh, with me is my co-host, Joe, who is not here helping me do his voiceover because he was only just made aware that I had messed this up. Uh, The rest of the episode will be normal. I just, I for the life of me cannot recall whatever it is we talked about during that like 30 minutes. So we somehow start talking about movies I think we talked about that Jason Statham trailer that came out, and that's what made us talk about trailers and go watch a trailer. I have no clue. Uh, This is me recording this before I've even edited the episode. So, uh, we might have talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know if we did. If we did, if we didn't, I will bring it up in our next episode, which I'll put out way sooner and I'll have all this fixed and we won't have this mistake happening then. Trust me. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I'm really sorry about screwing this up, guys. Uh, I don't, I don't want to take up too much time. I do want you to get to the episode. So, without further ado, here is the pod. By the way, this is a new episode. This isn't one of the old ones. This is one that was recorded last week. So yeah, there's that. Now, on to the episode. Thank you for listening. Sorry. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, please take a seat. The slaughter is in motion. Welcome to Cellulite Slaughter with your hosts, James and Joe. So we watched the uh, Zola trailer. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how to feel about it. No? No. You don't like it? I'm not sure. It, look, it looks wild enough for it to be like... It looks like Spring Breakers. Did you watch Spring Breakers? The trailer for Spring Breakers. Okay. I mean. All right. Well, well Spring yeah. Breakers and Spring Breakers, the trailer, are two separate things. And that could also be the case for Zola and Zola, the trailer. Th- this looks closer to uh, like a, almost a uh, uh, <laughs> Safdie Brothers movie. Like the, the, the craziness of it mixed with uh, the Florida Project. Just because the setting, you know? <laughs> You're squinting. You're not a fan. We also watched another trailer, Jim. I saw Abe Lincoln was in the trailer. I don't know. I made that joke already. Yeah, but uh, we watched another trailer, yeah. The Black Widow trailer where it spoiled a lot of shit because Marvel can't keep it in their pants of what they got. Well... They already ran their marketing campaign, and for some reason, they can't run the same marketing campaign. That that's the mindset they have. Is it? I don't a, know a company. What, what? Why can't they just make a trailer that isn't just full of spoilers? Like their first trailer is always great for their films, and then every trailer after that is just absolute dog shit that tells you the entire story and like all these little like little bits. Well, like we, this know. one tells us who the identity of the Taskmaster is and everything. Why can't they just release the first uh, marketing campaign, but like uh, cut it down? Right, like you just, already, you already just know revamp it, it. You already know what it is, and just use the footage you already used, but just cut it down and use less. Maybe use a new like shot, like 
you don't have to change every like you don't have to give us all new footage and everything I learned show that, us uh, like they showed us more of the uh, motorcycle chase like yeah. that's good that doesn't tell us anything about the movie you don't that's a good thing stop showing us too much yeah ray winstone I learned that he's in the movie, and he's directing Taskmaster. He's telling her to go get Black Widow. I like that I see him. I'm very excited now, but I I wish I didn't see it, because now I see exactly who the Taskmaster is. And who the fact all... that their costume doesn't look that good. Who I've always known is Taskmaster. No, we've always known this, but we didn't want it to be confirmed, for, like, with... With you doing like we always knew Mecha Godzilla was going to be in the Godzilla it's movie, but we didn't do, want to. I didn't want to know beforehand. You do casting for a role. You always know that character is going to come back as the antagonist, right? Every time. And they uh the like with them taking the hood off the Taskmaster helmet, it shows you that it has this like much more. Fem- yeah, you take the hood look. down, and then you see the full mask and how it's the gonna... skeletal like face on it has a much more feminine look to it and everything. Yes. And, and that the arms are very slim, and so is the neck. Yeah, and like then, the helmet's just trying to hide that. Then, then the shot where they uh, are putting the mask on the, the female body, who's clearly Rachel Weisz. It, it's very clearly one other person instead, and everything. But yeah, I wish they didn't do this shot of like Taskmaster being weirdly spoken into the ear of. I'm more excited about Zolo than this. It's uneven, by the way. The Taskmaster helmet. Look at the uh, metal bar in the middle. And the uh, two little pieces on the oh, outside of it. It's uneven. This and that's going to bother from, me. This is going to come from a mask like expert. <laughs> I love masks. Look around my room, Joe. I have masks everywhere. <laughs> it's, all right. Uh, insert image of uh, Under the Silver Lake's house where it shows uh, that creepy guy's house where he has all the masks on his wall. I've still never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. You got to watch it. It's really good. I got the twist spoiled for me about it. What's the twist? That uh, he's the dog killer. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is, it's not really a twist. It they tell you that from the very and that beginning. He killed her dog. I mean, they tell you everything from the very beginning. Well, I mean, that's like an interesting fact if you like didn't know that going. But the in. thing is, you have to solve the mystery yourself watching the movie. That that's the best part about it. When I first watched it, I got uh, fifteen minutes in, then. Uh, I think a squirrel or something falls and dies. I turned it off. I said, this is some pretentious bullshit. <laughs> you really it, hated it. It reminded me of, uh, there's a sequence in a large volunteer movie, uh, Antichrist, where there's a fox. Uh, it, it says something like Chaos Range or something. So pretentious. But it, it, that's why you're there for it. But and when with, the squirrel fell out of the tree, it said, you know, I think the government could have a bit of a more... It, it just looked so bad. I was like, this is bullshit. So I turned it back on later that day, watched another 20 minutes, and I was like, this is garbage. This is so stupid. Turn it off. What did you think of the scene where uh, he flings the Spider-Man comic off his hand after it gets stuck to it? That's the, uh, around the second time I turned it off. You saw that like, God, No, the, the, there's just something like so stupid later on in that same sequence. I was like, this is so stupid. But I went back to it. I finished it. Watched all in one sitting. And I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. There, there's some weird stuff in it, like a lot of interesting things. It's like this David Lynchian mystery, like L.A. Noir, what's going on type thing. And he, he's perfectly cast as the character. 
And I watched it again. Just because I was like, yeah, why not? Just because. Third time, it hit me. You, are, as the audience, are supposed to be actively engaged. You know, not sitting back. This is not a movie like, okay, whatever. No, no, no. You're <laughs> in the mystery. my chair croaking solving it. goes off. And in the beginning, in the final shots, they tell you exactly what is going on. He is the dog killer, you know. It's a really good movie. I've seen it like four or five times. Maybe five times, yeah. Now you can't stop watching it. I gotta get you to watch it. Jim. It's like watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's you know, you, you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, this is so this is so much. And then you watch it the second time, you're like, it's, it's all Wait, right you now. You've watched Zack Snyder's Justice League how many times? I think three times now. Jesus. I could barely it's, get through it's one. It's very good. I like it. It, it was so long ago. I, I, I still so want to see what the whole movie looks like in the black and white cut. Oh yeah, the, the, uh, we we talked about that. We, we were you, talking you sent about... me the text of the video, and I and I and I responded, meh. No, but this is the thing we talked about. We're like, we'd love to see this in black and white, and then we get the trailer, like the yeah. the confirmation. Literally I would the love day to get it on black and white, a, a physical copy to have on a shelf, not to watch. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Which just one? To, of I... Just Ooh, to collect. How pretentious did you just get there? <laughs> I'm turning you off. Yes, Jim. I, I have. Uh, you were the squirrel dying and falling from a tree. I have a physical copy of Logan, uh, black and white, on, well, yeah, uh, sitting on my shelf. Well, it's Logan in a leather-bound book. It's very nice. Leather-bound book. Yeah, it's a leather-bound uh, Logan book. It's a black cover. It says Logan. Do you think they, uh, if they make another Evil Dead movie, they'll release it where it's like released in the Necronomicon? Like that's what the box is. I think they can still do that with the. I, yeah, if they just do like a remaster, like, like a box like, set of all of them. You know how they uh, 4K to Rick Astley is uh, never going to give you up. Yeah. Just do that to the Evil Dead movies, okay. and then be like, "Here you go, Here 4K you go. release." Yeah. Eh? No grainy. Yeah, but uh, I, under the silver, like you got to watch it. Uh, I've I've realized I, this is a movie I introduced people to. Getting back to <laughs> Black Widow's trailer, I don't want to talk about Black I, Widow. I just, I, it's, I don't care. The, the, I but I care, and you know it's like they you clearly see that they put effort into the costume and everything because it's got pieces of it that are cool and everything. I like the little scarf cape thing that they got on it, but it's also like that's not what that is. I think it looks more like a neck gaiter than yeah. anything right now. And then it's got, with the with the hood down. It looks like it has a popped up collar. All it look, <laughs> it looks like they did a good job uh, making sure it was perfectly formed, uh, popped in the back. Right. But it looks like a neck gaiter that is just. Uh, Covering up the armor of the top of the chest plate to make it look like it's nice and clean. Right. And here's the thing. The, does... the blue on the top of the helmet looks so cheap. Yeah. It, it looks like the flimsy, like, uh, you know, like uh, foam hats that you'd like get for like a kid's party. Yes. It's like such like bendable foam. And then on the front chest plate, the blue as well. Right. The, Compared the... to the shoulders, the shoulder plates... Right, it's weird because instead of using the white color that the character has in the comics, they go for a silver metal color, and I think that's a thing that Marvel has been doing recently that I really don't like. So, uh, with the the helmet, would it, it would it look better if the top blue piece was just black, or a bone color? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying if it had the same color as the scarf, right? That, it would have looked better. Right. That, yeah, it would have looked looked a lot better. Somebody has made an edit of uh, this exact helmet, like keeping the like skeletal shape to it. But just altering it slightly to give it more of like the original Taskmaster look to it. Does Taskmaster have a cape? Yeah, Taskmaster wears a cape that's connected no, in, to in his hood. Uh, like, no, in the movie he doesn't have, a, or they don't have a cape. It, it would it would be really cool if it did, 
and there'd be a, a scene where someone's attacking it, and and th- instead of the cape getting caught in something, like it just breaks off. Yeah, it's it's a clip on cape. Yeah. Oh my god, no, but that that completely works because Taskmaster character is like adapting to literally any style. They can fight like how any person fights. Right. Like that's why they have the shield that Black Panther claws and like the bow and arrow is because their ability is that they can read how other people move and just like base that off like he can literally fight like spider-man bouncing all around the place has no one ever uh followed up with the batman begins cape where if you put like a, a static charge to it, it it stiffens that's such a great idea why does no one else that's that, such a that great was 2005 idea for, Bat- Jim. for Two- batman as 2005 well. that came out how come no other like movie has like thought of some doing something similar maybe taskmaster does have a cape and it like breaks off and we're like predicting that part well i was thinking i was like well it, What's the it, point of the it, next it, scarf then? Actually, if yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if she if she has a, hood, if she has the, a cape, isn't and, the hood uh, blue? I don't. If she has a cape, and uh, if you had the static charge, and you could use that as like a shield, like it, it would like harden, become like bulletproof. That'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I've talked enough about this nonsense. We're here for the real nonsense, Jim. The hot takes on Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Kong versus Godzilla now. You know the main topic that we titled this uh, episode after probably. Um, uh, it was good. You know, I liked it. It was it was very nice to watch and everything. And you know, you were like, "This is gonna be the end of the MonsterVerse, Jim," as you're like texting me at, like three days before I even get to watch it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Continue with your op- opening. I will rain uh, hellfire down on you. Oh, continue with your opening impressions, and I'll, then I'll. I'll, I'll speak um, on my it behalf. was very, it was very nice to watch and everything, and uh, you know, not talking about like all the little bits that we're going to get into in a little bit, but uh, it was very nice to see some of the characters return from uh, King of Monsters and everything. I noticed that a certain someone didn't return from that movie though, the mom. Uh, I can't remember. Does she? Is she like reported as dead? Fear for Mega? Yeah. Is oh, she... she died. She's dead. Did she die? Godzilla went atomic. She didn't die in King of Monsters, though. Vera Farmiga, the the mom of uh, Eleven from Stranger Things. Does she die? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Her she's dying. dead. She's dead, and she's irredeemable too. She destroyed no, the yeah. whole, no, whole no, no. planet. She, is she not destroyed the, the whole planet. She is doing not the things. good guy. We talked about this. She is. Oh, my microphone is peaking. She is not the good guy. No, no. She, she destroyed the whole planet doing that. And I, I just don't understand how we're going to... Oh, She's oh, not redeemable. There's we're gonna nothing w- good about the character. We're going to walk right over the fact that the whole planet was like went like atomic over there. And you have all these titans bowing down to Godzilla. And they're not to be even mentioned or even referenced to. They're, they're, no, they're referenced to in the videos of them being defeated. So that means that Rodan died... As well as like all those other monsters that we saw for like a they split second. They all died. Second. Yeah. After the fact. According to uh, Congress Godzilla in like the beginning, where it's like defeated, 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 it's showing that they all like died. Kong was defeated three in, times in this movie. Yes. But three not times killed. Every fight he was in, he lost. Maybe they weren't killed, but it, it was implied that they right. died. Well, there's, because it was there's like, some really cool looking monsters. It was like King. G- it was like King Ghidorah, and it's like defeated. I'm like, okay, I guess defeated equals dead. Mm. All right. Because, you know, Godzilla was defeated several times, but he, he you know, he got back up after uh, Serizawa was like, here is an atomic bomb. <laughs> I like how hardcore uh, Godzilla went in the last movie compared right. to in this oh. one, uh, where he's just like, just like, every day, like, I'm destroying things. Beyond atomic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Our theory was wrong. You know what? 
I, I still think it would hold up, though. You know, if they remove that scene of the eye, yeah, it would hold up. And, like, the like that's why Godzilla's attacking us. Well, uh, that's why Godzilla's attacking us. It's good that we're wrong, but at the same time, like, uh, we, Godzilla's not just destroying cities. He's not a bad guy. He was destroying Apex. Right, he was destroying Apex facilities, which yeah. was, like, kind of, like, left out for a little bit. They we only saw one of them get destroyed, though, which is, is shitty, because I think in the trailer... Uh, there's a background where there's a map of uh, there with wire and string and shit. Like they're right. putting together the like, multiple locations, so it's been ongoing. I'm gonna assume that's from the podcast guy though, and I, that's like a deleted I, scene. I think it was from uh, Millie Bobby Brown. She had it in her background, maybe. Okay, but we, we got we got to really quickly bring up. There is a lot of deleted stuff from this movie as well as characters I entirely. Was, I, I guessed, but I didn't know for sure. Right. It, it's obvious, but it, it's a very lean product they uh, delivered. And I, I like what the movie is. It's very to the point. Right, I like what the movie is. It's the very... characters are very, like, minimal. And uh, the only characters you get are exposition for the story. <laughs> it's great. We... Great in the sense of being, like, you know, it's a monster movie. We're here for the monsters. And you get as much of them as you can get without it becoming... Right. It's... Yes, yeah, it's, it's a complicated, like, uh... Characters were removed entirely from the movie, such as the uh, Asian uh, doc uh, scientist from uh, the last movie, King of Monsters. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Eileen I- uh, Chen. She was in the last movie as, like, the Mothra girl who could communicate with, like, her sister through Mothra, technically. Mm-hmm. I think that was what they, like, set up, because that's what it, like, felt well, that, to me. Well, that's what they did in the original movies, right? Right. Like, twins and everything that can communicate... Well, Jessica, that's what they're referencing, you know? Like Apparently Jessica Henwick was in the movie, but was completely removed. Who? I don't know, some actress named Jessica Henwick. Uh, Lance Reddick had a bigger role than just the cameo of showing up as the, like, a director of a monarch. Yeah. He, he was he was more of a character, apparently, according he to the interview. He had one line, and, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? But if you look at the credits, it says monarch head. Um, uh, Dr... Serizawa's son was in this movie. If you didn't catch that, that's it's okay because they only say it once, and I'm pretty sure they don't really like pronounce his last name correctly. It's the uh, Mecha Godzilla guy. Well, there's no motivation to his character. I didn't even realize right, it was right. his son. I, that's why I'm telling you there has to be the lead scene where they like because he's seeing Godzilla like destroy this, and he's like, his, "My father gave it up for this, and, and like, now I want to defeat Godzilla. Right, I want to kill Godzilla because he, my father died for him and everything, like uh, a useless death or something. Kind of, uh, I don't really understand the motivation there. It's sloppy, like, but like in the first scene, we see him. He's obviously sad while looking at Godzilla. It's like he's looking at his own father, maybe, and everything. And it's like there's obviously a plot there that was just completely abandoned, or yeah. was it just removed to fit runtime? Runtime. It's just under two hours. You're in and out. It's like an old school 2000s uh, big blockbuster. It's just a movie, you know? And uh, I understand why they had to do that because the situation they're doing right now, you know? Isa Gonzalez, uh, Reyna, also had a larger role than just like showing up, being all scared, and then dying to Godzilla. Right. Well, they they make her to be the most unlikable person ever in a a movie. And you feel good that, like, good, she's dead. I don't give a fuck. It really felt like she was just cut down entirely, you know? But if that's just what we got uh, from the scraps, like, they cut out, imagine uh, what is left on the cutting table. 
I'm sure there's a more well-rounded like uh, motivation, but I felt nothing for her. You know, she's always played a bad guy. I believe. Right. Uh, yeah. Death Toll Down TV show. She played a bad guy. Uh, Alita Battle Angel, bad guy. Baby Driver. Baby Driver, bad guy. You know. Uh, and, by the way, and she's kind of pigeonholed now. I think uh, career-wise, like they're okay. We need an evil badass. Oh, uh, she's gonna be in the new Michael Bay movie, a paramedic with Jake Gyllenhaal. Wonder if she's a bad guy. Time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, Jessica Henwick was a actress who was in King of Monsters. I'm trying to find a picture of it, but I can't seem to. She was also in the uh, Iron Fist TV show as the uh, his girlfriend, basically. That's weird. I can't find the picture, but she was in that movie. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, my thoughts, Jim. I have a hot take. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I got uh, a feeling you didn't like this. I liked it. I watched it twice. Then what's your hot take, Joe? My hot take is all the protagonists are actually the antagonist. <laughs> Except for Millie Bobby Brown's character. I, I almost keep wanting to call her Ellie Fanning. I'm like, I know it's not her, though. Elle Fanning. Elle not Fanning. Ellie. Well, anyways, I, this is disturbing, by the way. I keep looking over, just seeing Taskmaster, just open mouth, just breathing while looking at me. Just <laughs> so, so, basically, we have like a Mighty Joe Young situation going on right now. Right. Where uh, we have, uh, what's her face from the town? Uh, she's basically the, the gorilla whisperer. Oh, her. Uh, I can just probably pull up this cast and we can just do this easier. Yeah. I thought you already had it open. I did. And then I closed it. <laughs> Any moment now. Any moment now. Rebecca Hall. Unlikable. <laughs> so unlikable. Alexander Skarsgård's picture on IMDb. So unlikable. Real quick, on IMDb, he's just wearing underwear. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He's not a hero. He's not a protagonist. No, yeah, I wasn't sure if he was a hero or not, because in that scene where they turn all the guns on everyone, they don't show it explicitly being pulled on him. And I'm like, is he No, he's working guy? with the bad guys. Right. Even if he is unaware of the full mission, which I think he is. Partially. They, I think he partially is. Like, he, he understands that they have to collect this mineral that, like... Yeah, he gets it. Uh, he's just doing his job. That's cool. Right. But at the same time, like... No, he just wanted to go to the center You're still of the, the earth. bad guy. He wanted to go to Hollow Earth. And he, and he fucking made it there and he's like, this shit's awesome. But I'm pretty sure now that you're saying they uh, cut out shit, they cut out his motivation with uh, his emotional depth for his brother. And once we get to By the... By the way, his brother in the picture looked like Mads Mikkelsen. That's cool. Well, anyways, when they get to the Hollow Earth, there's no emotional arc or like a right, of him... moment of him like, oh my God, like I'm achieving something my brother died doing. And when he's there, it's like... He, there's no there's no personality. Right. There's no like him like actually being happy about being there. It's just like Yes. Whoa. There's no there's no sense of awe. the only thing you get is this twenty uh two thousand one Space Odyssey, uh him entering like transcendent. Which was cool though. Very cool. I liked the, the visuals. Yeah. But once we're in there, uh, I I started thinking like, Well, you just fucking sent Kong to his death. If your brother died doing this in a, 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 in a aircraft, you just sent Kong in here. No aircraft like you guys have. Well, Godzilla goes through it all the time, you know? Godzilla so I'm sure, is different. I'm sure Titans are able to go through but it normally. But Kong is just flying in the air, and he could have fucking Oh, no, yeah. If Kong he wasn't near a mountain, he would have died. <laughs> Kong, the entire time, I'm like, Kong's going to fucking 
die. Yes. <laughs> the entire time I was just watching it, like, Kong, grab something, for God's sake, you're going to fall and die. And luckily, he was next to the mountain and grabbed the side and everything. Right. I like that there was the uh, one mountain that had just the shape of a hand coming up. That was cool. It, it's very cool, but at the same time, like, they build these worlds under the earth of these temples, and every time they destroy them. In the last movie, Godzilla... We we destroyed Godzilla's temple. That was amazing. That had that one skeleton outside of it. That like was that so one cool. Monster. They, I, I wish the nuke didn't destroy everything. Right, it only destroyed like the inside and like collapsed it maybe. Yeah. Then this one, they destroy everything too. Like what? Oh, Godzilla did that. Yeah, Godzilla destroyed everything this time. <laughs> By the way, I couldn't help but think about all the people that were still alive in all those buildings the entire time because they did show that they were still they evacuating. And I was the, like, they, they showed the picture from Godzilla the inside Godzilla was too. A- approaching the city and there's people there. Then they're like, okay, we've opened the shelters. Yeah, you've opened the shelters. How much minutes? 20 minutes? Or in Pacific Rim where they show them putting everyone in the shelters and it's like, what the fuck does that do, though? Because they ripped that shit right open. <laughs> right. Well, Mechagodzilla, when he got there, it turned into Pacific Rim for me. It was pretty cool. I I don't believe Sarazawa's son is dead. I don't want to believe it because it's so, like, just pointless. Like, what was his character then? Like, the other guy. It was cut down, Jim. He's dead. So, uh, who is the director of this movie? Adam Wingard. We need a Wingard cut. Hashtag Wingard cut. Well, I, I just don't understand why they can't just release a longer version on a streaming service. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that exactly what Snyder's cut is too? It's just you like, just release a, a a regular cut in theaters, then a year or two later release uh, the longer maybe, version. Maybe a half a year later, Jim. Yeah, I don't want to wait that long. The MonsterVerse is done. No, it's going to continue, Jim. No, We're going to keep it alive, Jim. This is the ending. restore the MonsterVerse, Jim. You are what's wrong with the internet. How? How? <laughs> <laughs> As I sit here on my ivory chair. Yeah, the MonsterVerse is done. And they said there's going to be a definitive winner in uh, this movie, Kong vs. Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla stomped his fucking chest out. First fight, uh, he's fucking drowning Kong. And then they're, they're like, oh, let's deploy some depth charges. I like how in every movie that just the random civilian can tell the military top guy who looks to them for like, oh, what do I do now? Well, I mean, it's like... Hey, look, you guys are the monster experts here. I'm just, I'm a literal normal fucking person. Right, I'm just your uh, military escort for this mission. I, I literally do not know how to handle monsters. And in the, in the last movie, it was done even better. You have Kyle Chandler squinting at everyone out the windows, uh, telling everyone what to do. Like, you oh, see that? We listen to him, all right? <laughs> Friday Night Lights. <laughs> he is literally the Godzilla expert. He is literally in Sarah's Kong is dead. Alright, he's in both Kong movies. We have to listen to him. They did him dirty too. Fucking Kyle Chandler's barely in this movie. Oh, you mean Kong movie. Okay, I was like, is he in King Kong? I didn't realize you meant Jack Jack Black's King Kong. Jack Black's King Kong is how you refer to it. Peter Jackson's King Kong. That's how I remember it. Adrian Brody and Jack Black were in it. You know he refused to wear makeup and wore a wig? Jack Black? Yes. Didn't know that, no. How do you know? I don't think it really did any difference. It did a lot, Jim. You just don't realize the he subtle looked, nuances. I don't know. He looks pretty normal. Exactly. Exactly. Don't you understand? What was the point, then? It made him look normal. And then Kyle Chandler just... <laughs> he looked cool. I, I loved him. The, the whole mustache... Oh, my God. You're shooting everyone with your Tommy guns. <laughs> yeah, the mustache scene in the boat was, like, perfect. I was like, this is hilarious. 
What's hilarious is the fact that they're trying to make us believe that Tommy guns will fucking shoot all the insects off of people without killing the person. And Jimmy closed his eyes when he was shooting. He looked away and shot. I did it in the game just fine, Jim. I don't know why you didn't do it. Game. I, play, I played the game. The game is amazing. If you haven't got, played it. I think I got stuck on the T-Rex part where like you're in like the uh, towers and the T-Rex comes and I just kept getting killed in the same spot. It's such a cool game, but if, if you finish the game with no cheats or whatever, or, like, no uh, damage uh, health-wise... How? I don't know how, but if you do that and you get to the end, there's an alternate version where Kong survives? I don't, uh? I don't remember. But yeah, second fight. Uh, Kong is fighting that fucking flying cobra. He's dying. Oh, he's you know, the fucking flying manta rays and everything. Just yeah, he's getting him suffocated. Then they're like, okay, let's uh, help him out. Let's shoot some missiles. Saves him. We gotta bring Kong back with this electromagnetic pulse. I think it's also super ridiculous that at the core of the Earth, Godzilla is shooting a, a beam all the way through it. All the way through the Earth. When Hollow Earth, it's like you gotta go through this like magic tunnel to get there. How does he just shoot into it? I, I like the idea. No, I ain't saying this is a bit bullshit. Well, I, I really like the idea that Skull bullshit. Island had an entrance to Hollow Earth, which would make more sense. Right. That he could go I in there. I thought there was an entrance to Hollow Earth. There is. Though. They didn't. And I completely, like, I didn't even think about it when you were, like, telling me. I was, like, I, like, was trying to explain. I'm, like, wait, that's where the Skull Crawlers came from, though. Right. They literally said they were hiding in Hollow Earth and then, like, emerged once it was, like, broken open. All right. So, uh, I'm going to uh, have so many ideas and thoughts right now. With Skull Island. So, alpha Brain. The, yeah, the Alpha Brain is kicking in. So the only reason why they don't have the whole sequence where they enter Hollow Earth through Skull Island is because they need a fucking ocean battle scene, which is so cool. That's the only reason. Ooh. Yeah. That, and, and you know what? I'm going to... Ex- that's fine with me. You wanted the action sequence? That is cool. totally plausible. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. The other problem I, I'm thinking, I was like, well... How did the hell did Kong from uh, the ninth, uh, Skull Island Kong end up like this Kong? Where uh, well, it was the like, people show up on his island and he just starts fucking them up immediately? Well, no, no, he didn't start fucking them up in Skull Island until they started like bro- like destroying the Earth. And well, they obviously well, lured from that. Well, the thing is, how the fuck are they going to get him con- uh, contained in the fucking uh, biodome? Same way they did when they got him on the boat. They knocked him out. Is that easy? So and they just put I him mean in they a, did it they, they did it in Well they put Black's him in a Truman Kong. show but the thing is he already knows he's in a Truman right, show Right but the girl is what's keeping him grounded And that girl is getting abused by fucking Rebecca Hall Oh yeah so bad She's evil That's child abuse Coward <laughs> Yeah they're, they're all villains I think Skarsgård might have been the closest to being an actual hero. Skarsgård is out the of, biggest out of, villain out of the group of them. I mean, like oh, out of that group, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yes. out of that group, he was the closest that we could define as the hero. But then with uh, Millie Bobby Brown and uh, what Jillian Dennison from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah, Abel, Abel, yes, yeah, my my childhood best friend Abel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were a good duo until they meet. Uh, What's his face from uh, Atlanta? The cop from Chucky. Yeah, he, I love him in movies. 
He he's always great. He's always like this personality. Like I, I was telling you, I'm not sure I'm supposed to feel about him. Though. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm supposed to like him or not because he's so like. I really like just him. Over the top. I I really like how wacky he is. He he becomes a comic relief, and then you see Julian Dennison. He's like fuck. I have to fight for screen time with this guy. I'm getting fucking knocked out of the water with this guy. Dude, Julie, De- Julian Dennison didn't really get that good of a job in this movie. They like they, they must sh- have cut his shit. They out. shorthanded him. They a fucking cut. Lot. They had to cut things out for him. They and, don't like kiwis. China. They don't like kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, they really uh, in every scene they very uh, uh, specifically uh, do lighting and camera work that favors uh, Millie Bobby Brown every single time. Right. In, in every scene. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be three names, please? <laughs> Millie Brown. Aaron Taylor Joy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> Same acronym. Coincidence? What does this mean? Alpha Brain, you tell us. Jimmy Neutron, just think, think. Neutron's firing. It's because ATS. No, ATJ. I don't. Yeah, ATJ. But I was 100% expecting the secret, like, secret character reveal to be Aaron Taylor Johnson. Just showing up with like military oh, that'd and everything, be really cool. with like Kyle Chandler and everything, just being like helping getting people out, and then like him and Godzilla have the like the key one... to fighting Godzilla is not to fight. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like the driver of the mech. To be honest, oh fuck! I was like expecting him and like Alexander Skarsgård to be the. They don't really. Uh, the only explanation for Apex we get is the beginning with Damien Bashir, who Bichir. is very fantastic. <laughs> but at the same time, when he's in, scenes... I thought that was Peter Stormare entirely before I saw his face. I oh. heard the voice, and I was like, "That's Peter Stormare." Oh, what, what, what? <laughs> when I'm seeing him in some a of the fucking scenes, pencil. he doesn't look like he's really there. He doesn't look real. There's a lot of ADR. Like, I'm seeing his face. And it, maybe it's the makeup or, like, the coloring, but he looks... Wasn't he also in The Boys Season 2? No. No, no, no. Oh, I thought that's who that, this guy no, was no, no, the no, entire no. time. No, Damien Bashir. Bashir. Very fantastic Spanish actor. Oh, wait, was he that one guy from Westworld? I never watched Westworld. I watched like two episodes and I was like, this. Mm. I like the movies. The original movies from, with the. Uh, have I told you about the funniest scene in Westworld that isn't supposed to be funny? No. It's. So they have this. Jim, you're getting me off fucking track! Can I just finish this real quick? Uh, it's the scene where like this bandit rolls up in a Westworld and everything. He's got on like this Winter Soldier jacket, Joe, and it's like a. He like he shows up and the sheriff walks up to him and he's like, What's your business here? And he's like, Mayhem. But the way he says it, he's like, Mayhem. It's like in this super high-pitched voice, but he never talks like that ever again. Long men, you'll need to state your business. Mayhem. Okay, that's my little thing. Alright. Because that's who I think the actor you're talking about is. That's oh. why I think, that's why I brought it up. It's not like a really off-topic thing. You need to watch uh, Dom Hemingway, the Jude Law movie. He's in that. It's very good. I think we did watch that, Joe. Yeah, Damien Bashir's in that. Yeah, He's, we watched that he, movie. Yeah, yeah. He's also in uh, Hateful Eight. He plays this the Mexican. Oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He, he's great. He's also in Chaos Walking. He played uh, fucking Spider Man's dad. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Yeah, I understand why we. I didn't recognize him then, <laughs> because he doesn't look the same at all. Yeah. All oh, the wore out. Big day. <laughs> Big day. As we look down at my dog sleeping. <laughs> just dead on the ground. <laughs> just 
<laughs> and I look over at my cat. Just <laughs> why are all the animals like this? <laughs> as as you don't realize, animals take naps all the time compared to humans. And then when we take naps, it's frowned upon by the animals. <laughs> Have you heard about how dad's like tortured by Winky whenever he sleeps? She comes <laughs> no. into his room, like, she, she drinks his water, by the way. Yeah, that's... Dips her paw in the water, then flicks at his face, jumps down next to his head on the pillow, lands, and then just what starts you, running around. What you don't realize is every cat he's ever had has always done that to him. I don't know why he lets him drink his water. It's why he gets sick. Ew. It, I, so I, I, I talk to him about it all the time. Like, you, you hate the animals coming onto the kitchen table when we eat, but you let them, like, walk up to your water and drink it. And he's like, I can't do anything. Stop. Like... I don't know. Don't bring water up to your room, or like bring a water bottle. Get like a little yeti, like a uh, thing, a tumbler that's like sealed. <laughs> it stay cold all night. You know. Yeah, that. Well, I don't know. Why it doesn't do that. That's why I use yeti tumblers. Keep water cold all night long. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but not sponsored. We're Sorry. not. We're- we're not opposed to being sponsored by yeah. Yeti. Yeah. I'd love to get a free Yeti cup. Just give me some stickers. Because I love Yeti. Yeti they got stickers. great products. I, I own a couple of coolers, a bunch of tumblers and We got a we got a good amount of cups of from them and everything. They're, yeah. they're they're great products. I would love to be sponsored by them. I almost would like to just replace a bunch of the like cups <laughs> with the oh just the regular tumblers of different sizes. No yeah. You know, just to just, have. Which Yeti will I have today? <laughs> well, it's better than I have can a, reuse you at any like, time. Well, the, like the, some of the cheap plastic or uh, plastic cups, like right, like the kind that Dad have and everything. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. We're we talking really about... got off topic for a second there. Yeah, we were talking... I think you we, caused. Yeah, I you caused. Your, it. I looked at your dog and I said, "Your dog's dead." You caused. <laughs> talk about Westworld and my dog. Okay, and then back some on... fucking cat talk, and I'm just yeah, trying look... to get to every fucking sequence in the movie. Okay, Ghidorah's he- severed head wasn't ignored, but all the terrorists were from King of Monsters. Must have been cut. I'm just gonna. That's my answer for everything that doesn't make sense now. Why was this person only in the movie for a second? Must have been cut. Why weren't this person in the movie? Must have been cut. Right. And yeah, we we get to see the head. There's no brain though. No. They get into. More he is the... the brain. Who? Sarah's love son. Oh, okay. He is the brain. Yeah, we get the about and then there's one a, hour mark. The Mechagodzilla makes his first. Were they saying there's another skull inside Mechagodzilla? Was that what they said? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that that's what the guy Are we still like. seeing that today in theaters? I don't know. Today? I don't think so. It, it's very strange. Yeah. We live in a Twilight world. Maybe, on, maybe tomorrow on Easter. Yeah. That'd be nice. It's Go not a holiday I celebrate. What do I look like? I'm 12? Hashtag not my Easter. Yeah. <laughs> not my Easter. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. Um, uh, so, Sarazawa's son piloted, pilots uh, Mechagodzilla after they get there and they're like little... He just looked evil super... with his emo hair. <laughs> it looked like a nightclub, like... And the whole, like, them going yeah. through all the Apex facilities, just, like, so, like, it was funny. It was, like, very Star Wars New Hope-esque. Like, <laughs> we're going to travel through these little patch holes. I love how the glass of the door shatters immediately once they shoot it. 
Yeah. It was like the most low effort. Like, what What did you make this out of? Sugar glass? You guys are just going to stand there and look uh, look at the computers while everyone's standing there like, and not be secretive? Yeah, this is a glass This is a glass box in the middle of the room and you're surprised that then people that saw it. Then that lady looks at you like, huh. And he's like, uh, I'm technical support. Th- then she, Fuck. <laughs> she sees the black guy like, ah! <laughs> Right, that, that's what that was. Right? The company that's... owned by the Hispanic man with the so, like side owned by the Asian guy. They they see the black person and they go. The Karen, the Karen just sees the, the the black guy who's like, oh no. Yeah, do they know everyone who's on level two? No, I mean we don't know that person's role at the company. But yeah. No, I assume. It, it's dumb in all the right ways. <laughs> oh no, we're we're uh, I'm an engineer. Oh fuck! They're getting security. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's just... why did they put a gun to Julian? Just, just and for not laughs. Millie. Just for laughs. Yeah, oh, they, they didn't put one in Millie. No, they even put with the Millie, and that's what Millie. Confused. I'm not gonna call someone Millie. What kind of name is that? Sorry, Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> right? I'm fucking say that. That's every why sentence. they go by three names. Like, oh, Millie. M B B. Well, it's like Jude Law. You can't just say Jude. <laughs> or or Guy Pierce. Guy. <laughs> hey, Guy. Hi, guy. <laughs> yeah, guy over there. Who? Pierce. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, Guy Pierce, as in his name is Guy. <laughs> <laughs> what guy? Uh, guy. No, yeah, but what yeah. guy? Th- then the whole fight with uh, Kong and uh, Godzilla. Very nice. Oh, yeah, it was a great fight. I love the, like we were saying, I love the different fighting styles. Like, once they get on land, Godzilla's like, I'm about to fucking tank you like your good door. <laughs> I, I really like really seeing the buildings get crushed. <laughs> And the fact that they're not trying to stop. Right. He's just getting wailed on. He's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm he's here like, for it. He's about to get his jaw broke open. He's like, oh, my God. Godzilla's just like, oh, get off me. Get off me, monkey. Why is Godzilla's head so small compared to the other Godzillas? Like, throughout... They, they, they change his design a lot. But in this one, they've done something different. Instead of changing his design, they change his colors. He's yeah. all black now. That's cool. And it's like classic Godzilla. Yeah. It's no longer like he's a green reptiling kind. He's like, a, since he went atomic, his skin like is charred, like charred. And I like that idea. Yeah. That now he's constantly using his atomic breath. It's like not only like when he. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, I always preferred the uh, 85 like era like uh, Godzilla. There's a uh, there's a Japanese uh, Godzilla movie that came out like a year ago or so. Which one? Like two years ago. Shin? Uh, yeah, Shin. Oh, and that's like that's the, great. That's exactly what I think of when I like think of Godzilla as like the Shin one and the uh, super atomic from we gotta watch King that of Monsters. One. We should watch Th- that. There's a whole transformation that Godzilla has throughout the movie, and I, I watched a fucking hour because it's still a guy in a suit in that movie, right? No, 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 no. Isn't it? It's CGI. Which maybe we're talking about different ones. Shin Godzilla, right? It's CGI. the newest one. Yeah, I think so. It's Shin Godzilla. You're positive. We'll look. Yeah, the, the, yeah, uh, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, Shin Godzilla. Just had to double check to make sure. And it's always fun to look at Godzilla pictures. Especially Shin Godzilla pictures. Yeah. So I, I think I watched uh, like a ex- behind the scenes or something. Yeah. And there's so many alternate ideas where they could have gone with the movie at the end. They're just so far out there. Like crazy. You, you got to watch it to see what the final forms of Godzilla would have been they would have been a bunch of mini Godzillas or 
Well, we did see Baby Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of crazy ideas. It's pretty cool. That that's, that's like very 2001 or 1999 Godzilla. 2000. <laughs> yeah. Not 2001. Spe- uh, <laughs> speaking of monsters, uh, the bats. There's a moment right. where there's the bat they throw a rock at. It looks so photoreal. It looks like a Jim Henson puppet. Right. It, it, and I didn't, I didn't know what you were talking about because you texted me that earlier. I like I was at the manta ray fight where he was like fighting the giant manta like uh, skeleton yeah. manta rays, and then like you texted me about like the bat. And I'm like, what fucking bat? Where does that? <laughs> what? Yeah. Also, that one soldier was a good guy. That was the good guy of that group. He was yeah. like, we gotta get you guys the fuck out of here. He didn't leave them like he could have. Yeah. He could have just gone with everyone else and left them to die mm-hmm. and everything. Pilot their own ship. He was like. We gotta go this way. It's over here, sir. We gotta get you guys out of here. And he fucking dies. And I'm like, that was a good guy. That was the good one. Yeah. Good one's die. <laughs> <laughs> he was the protagonist. <laughs> that was Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it, the bat looked incredibly real. And I was like, when I got there, I'm like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I think I just need a gif of that or something. <laughs> or a high quality photo. If I try to screenshot, it will just ruin the quality. Exactly. There. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So Godzilla won that fight. Yeah. Clearly. Godzilla won that fight. Godzilla's the winner. Kong even like admits that. Like he was like the fucking fight him again though. <laughs> Did you see it in the movie? Yeah. Picked the text, like, <sighs> 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 yeah. It, like, it's not worth it. The only reason why Kong was able to beat Mecha Godzilla is because of Kong. Oh, Godzilla. Godzilla. Of Normie Godzilla. Normie Godzilla. <laughs> I, I can understand how this could be an end to the MonsterVerse. Godzilla rules above while Kong rules in the... Uh, yeah, uh, he, he lost the battle, so he has to go uh, down <laughs> into the Hollow Earth. <laughs> I just like to think that it's like Godzilla like making sure he's going to Hollow Earth, and it's just Kong going, just give him the fucking middle fingers while sinking Which down. Which monarch still has to go down there and fucking observe him? Like, it, no. We can't live in this environment. No, no, no. It, they shouldn't be down there with him. I think they're, like, right next to the hole of the portal, though. Like, they just sit there and like, well, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. <laughs> I, I think they just need to let him li- live in peace now. Yeah. No, I think he still wants to live with the little girl around. And, like, the little girl is like, well, this is my mom. It, also, it, I'm deaf. It is kind of strange that it opens up I, with, like, a 50s doo-wop, like, a Scorsese-esque song. I wish the little girl had warned them before, like, any alarms went off, because she could feel Godzilla was coming oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, she should obviously cool. make it there to warn them, like, She's immediately like the before the She's like the parakeet in a mine. Right, like, Godzilla's here. Ding, ding, ding. Like, then it goes off and everything. So, uh, with the doo-wop music, uh, that, that's very, uh, and makes me think of Scorsese. And Scorsese's very Scorsese. uh, ad- adamant about things being not cinema. I think that makes this cinema. <laughs> Do you agree? I don't think because it has doo-wop music, it makes it cinema. Jim! I think because it's a great movie to watch and enjoy, it makes it cinema. It's a good time. I don't think... I think cinema is very loose these days. Because this is a new age of film. It's not like what Martin Scorsese was growing up making and like doing and everything. It's like, that was cinema back then, but nowadays, cinema's definition has changed. nonsense uh, theme park rides... <laughs> I, I think Zack Snyder's Justice League is cinema. I think some there are Marvel movies like Logan, which are cinema and everything. I think there are cinema type of movies and everything. Okay. You can disagree, but it's everyone's own okay. personal okay. definition okay. what they Correct. think cinema is. Really On to yeah. our recommendation. Oh, all right. <laughs> You're just going to cut me off like that before I had my piece. All right. Yeah, uh, Joe. On to no, our recommendation. No, you say your thoughts about it because no, I have my bit. I was just trying to interrupt you. Yeah, what, you got any recommendations? Uh... 
I watched Bull Durham uh, yesterday for the first time. Bull Durham with uh, Kevin Cosner, Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon, and it's actually a really good movie. It's a very good baseball movie. Oh, okay. I, I was turned movie. on to it uh, by uh, Patrick H. Williams. Of uh, I would imagine it would have been because of Bo Burnham. Oh, I don't. Bo. No association. Yeah, no association. Then I also watched uh, Blue Velvet again recently. Have you, uh... Sorry, talk about Blue Velvet if you want. I don't want to cut you off. I No, I, I was just referencing it. Uh, have you seen Invincible? The uh, Amazon TV show? I have no interest. Uh, you watch that first episode. Is Joe. it uh, episode weekly? Uh, they released three episodes, and that's an episode weekly thing now. I don't really have. There's now four interest. episodes out, Joe. I don't really. Joe, interested. you like the boys? Yeah. I, I, then you're gonna like this. I, I can wait. I, I've, I'm waiting on a lot of things, such as Clarice. You say is good. Clarice, yeah. yeah. New episode comes out this week. I can't wait. Okay. Or next week, technically. But um, yeah. Uh, Invincible is my recommendation. It's from the uh, same creator as The Walking Dead. The yeah. guy who created that comic has created the Invincible comic, and it. If you're a fan of the comic, then you're gonna like this. And if you've never read the comic, okay, I can guarantee you're probably gonna like this if you like the boys. Okay, uh, I have another TV show, uh, Barry. Yeah, go ahead. If you haven't Bar- watched Barry oh, yet, Barry's Barry. a good show. Barry's great, yeah. especially the ending of season two. Yeah. When is season three coming? I think we're gonna have to wait till COVID's over for it to get it. Hey, I know, I know. There's a lot of things we gotta wait. I watched. Plus, uh, HBO's got a pretty stacked oh. like a. Uh, yeah, uh, the watch the series finale of Superstore. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen Superstore in a while. I watched every episode and I didn't realize how long it was going on. Just, <laughs> just like watched for a it. while. I watched it for like a weekly basis and shit. Like, then it finally came to an end. And I'm like, fuck. Like at least huh. they it let them. This has five seasons. Five seasons? Does it? I don't know. More. Way more? more? Way more. Whoa! How many? Six. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's six. You motherfucker! You, I will rain hellfire down on you. No, Joe. but it, it's really good, Jim. And uh, the whole COVID thing made like you know, them uh, shorten it up the season and like make it finish. You know, I saw part of that. The, uh, yeah, just because the budget thing. You know, I'm thinking and how hard it is to film. Yeah, it, it was a good show, and it really had an emotional ending. Like it'll have you. Oh, it's like over, over. Over, over. Oh, it's done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, the store gets shut down. I imagine COVID and all that, you know, nonsense. In Amazon, they shut down the superstore. Yeah, they shut it down. And they replaced it with an Amazon. Yeah, I've actually they been to the, I've been like to the, the real good... superstore in real life at the. Oh, there's a real superstore at Universal Studios oh. where they film it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I. uh... I got one more recommendation. It's a podcast recommendation. All right. It's called... Stop messing your microphone. It's called Black Box Down, a true crime podcast in the air. Uh, it's hosted by a lifelong aviation enthusiast, Gustavo Sarola, and his co-host, who is not as much as an enthusiast, but is very curious, Chris Demiris, where they break down the major accidents in aviation and the steps taken to prevent future disasters why are you into this stuff <laughs> you you made fun of me for this but then you put on tusk and i and i saw a joke in the background yeah at the restaurant they were at where it was called the glim the gimli slider 
And I said, that's fucking funny. That's hilarious. And you and dad were like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, the Gimli glider. And since you're like, what are you talking this, about? Since when is this guy into aviation? Like, he's <laughs> really giving me so much shit for it. And I'm like, it's the Gimli glider. You you're know, not allowed to have long, interest. <laughs> you know the longest distance a, a, a commercial airplane has flown without its engines being used? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh the Gimli God. glider. It's called the Gimli oh slider, though. Oh you're like, God. what the fuck is wrong with you? Aviation nerd. <laughs> yeah, you're like, giving me so much shit. I'm like, no, it's really interesting. They even went into, like, the... Why are you? <laughs> and it's how I discovered that maybe our uncle is uh, the the one like the plane jacker who disappeared, and no one's ever known his identity. Jim, why are you giving up our uncle like that? That's fucked up. That... What the fuck is he going to do about it? Listen to our podcast? Well, you got to ruin his whole cover and everything. He's been living a secret life, and uh, he has like runs businesses now. It's not like I said which uncle. <laughs> I think we've already mentioned. Uh... We have. We 100% mentioned it. Yeah, I, I remember the conversation now. Jim. Mr. Hot Dog. <laughs> it's a very fun podcast. I really enjoy it. They're, they've, they're still going strong, even in COVID and everything. They're no longer allowed to film the same studio, but they are filming across computers, and they're always double-checking their information to make sure what they say is right, and they update like uh, past episodes if there's anything new that's come up. They've even talked about, like, planes that are still flying from some of their episodes that have come to their airport that they've gone, like, visited to and everything. It's really interesting. I really like it. They go back to, like, even when, like, planes had just first began, like, talk about stuff then, even. Ah. And it's really good to listen to if you enjoy, like, uh, listening about airplanes or, like, true crime in general and want to find a new type of true crime to listen to. Uh, yeah, it's called Black Box Down again. Okay. And uh, with that... I think this is going to be the end of the episode, Joe. Yeah, it's about, it's about time. It's about the, time. About time for it to end. So, thank you all for listening to this kind of long episode, I'm going to guess. Because we did have to split this into two parts while recording. But I'm, uh, I'm sure you can edit out most of the... Yeah, we can, I can edit out a good portion of the beginning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Certain special part especially. Yeah. Um, but, uh... uh Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a review on an Apple Podcast and give us leave a- us hateful comments on YouTube, please. <laughs> Joe really wants to get in fights with people. He got it once and he's so happy about it, but then he realized it was a friend. Like I never joking. responded, Jim, because he was my friend. And he was your joking. friend never responded. He wants to say something, so I, I tell him like I know. <laughs> <laughs> you think he was being serious? He was making a joke. He thinks I'm serious? No, oh. I said do you think he was being serious. No. Oh, I just be playful. I just want to break his fucking legs. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I, I go on Jalen Salad Bob. Did you say this on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> Being the show. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a one through five stars and tell us what you like, what you don't like about the podcast. We want reviews. We want information from you guys. We want to know what you like and what you don't like. And uh, if you're listening on Spotify, just share it around and everything. That's the easiest way to get, like, word of mouth is the easiest way to spread podcasts around and everything. Tell people that you like it, and it'll help. And if you're on YouTube, leave us a like and leave us a comment and everything. Uh, If you leave a bad comment, Joe will fight you physically. He will find your address, Jay and Silent Bob style and everything, and he will hunt you down. I don't want to uh, upset anyone. I'm not really going to do these things. Unless he takes his last apple... Alpha Brain Supplement right now. Jim, you're going to take the Alpha Brain Supplements. I'm not. We're sponsored. <laughs> if you take it, we're sponsored. What, what, what about that? Can you prove that we're sponsored? 
Can you prove right now that we're sponsored if I take it? I mean, it? you're not getting the checks. <laughs> you, you, you tricked me once, and I'm not going to fall for it again. Wait, what did I trick you with? You, you, like, made me, you convinced me that we were going to have all these, like, we were going to have a guest coming, like, over I to help record. I sent you one text. No, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't one text. Don't fucking lie, it wasn't one text. I sent you a series of small texts. Where you were like, okay, Jim, so we're going to be having guests come over for the podcast, and we're sponsored by this brand, Yeah. so I need you to make sure that you tell them and everything. <laughs> and you labeled a brand that I had gotten a, a fucking piece of paper in the mail for, Joe, at really? that time. Yeah. That's, That's why like... I believed you, because it was in your name that I got a fucking simple, like, uh, the simple uh, simple feast thing, or whatever. The uh, Oh, the food thing. Yeah, the food thing. I'd gotten a piece of mail in the mail with oh, your name yeah, on it hilarious. for that. And I was like, oh, my God, this is real. We finally got our first sponsor. I was, like, so excited. And I was, like, I was like getting, like, my room, like, set up to, like, have a third person. I'm like, are we going to be doing it over, like, a, a service? Or are we going to have them, like, in-house? And you're like, Jim, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> you idiot. Well, I'm still waiting uh, for you to edit together the uh, uh, intro to the other podcast, the Al Pacino podcast that uh, I'm working on. It's not real. And I have a guest lined up, ready to talk about uh, Al Pacino. I'm serious. It's, they're going to be like uh, over the phone or Skype whatever video or something, but yeah, this is happening. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Say goodbye, Joe. <sighs> goodbye.